You're listening to the very first season ever of the Lifestyle Company Podcast, hosted by Kristen Forgion, designer, public speaker, and creator of Organic Desert Living. If you like talking design, business, and life without the filter, you came to the right place. In just six years, Kristen grew a one-woman side hustle into a multi-million dollar creative business. And it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. Armed with grit and hard work, Kristen comes to you unapologetically with some tough love. They say wine is cheaper than therapy, and lucky for you, we've got that last part covered. So pour up and let's get to it. Okay, we promise this time we're gonna try to talk more. <laughs> And laugh less. I'm watching my belly laughs. I'm going to have cute little giggles. We're, we're going to have time. quiet golf laughs, not <laughs> cackling hens laugh like episode five. I'm already suppressing it. Okay, you guys, I wasn't even supposed to introduce, you weren't even supposed to come on yet. Oh, sorry. I was supposed to introduce you later when I tell everyone that I'm in a special place again today. Okay, so it's Barb's and this time, Blanche. And we are so excited to be in Santa Barbara. There's Whoa. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. What are you doing there? <laughs> okay, you guys, we are recording. Well, this is a good lead-in yeah. for where we are. Um, we are at our cute little hotel in Santa Barbara recording in the actual room with our pillow fort. And we have a door out to the pool and some homie with his broom... <laughs> Just walked right up to the door. You really care about cleanliness. Ooh, started sweeping. That was scary. So um, we should we edit that out? Nah, nah. Let's just, let's <laughs> just, just keep, keep rolling. Going. Yeah. So we are here. Um, episode eleven. This episode is about our design process. I am so excited to have Miss Kylie Ray here with me today to talk about our process. At one point, I was going to talk about the design process when I was recording in the studio, like I usually do, but. It just seemed weird to talk about our process. Without me and Rach? Without you and Rach. And sadly, we don't have Rach. Rach is traveling with her family in the great state of Michigan. <laughs> Woo! How come like our whole lives revolve around Michigan now? Mine don't. I know. No, you're no nothing about mine. I know. Does, so. Okay. Well, <laughs> sorry. Well, <laughs> Kylie's anti-Michigan. No, you're not anti-Michigan. Um, yeah, Kylie's never, you've been to, never been to the Mish? No. The, the the mitten? That wasn't the muffin. <laughs> is it the mitten? The mitten. This is the, the mitten. mitten. And no, you either I, live I on nothing. the mitten. I know nothing about Michigan. Okay. Besides from you and Rachel. Um, Rachel, we need to educate Kylie a little bit more. Well, I'm a new Michigan person because my parents moved. Yeah. So, it, anyway, back to the topic. <laughs> so, this is be the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. So, we, we to stay on track. actually made show notes today so that we could, not for you guys, but for us, so we could try to stay on track <laughs> because... After episode five, which I might remind you was our most downloaded episode. You guys loved it. So wait, back to my thought process on recording the design (laughs) process by myself. Totally couldn't do that. And after episode five was so well received and you guys loved it. And you even embraced us with all of our cackling. We sounded horrific. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, you guys. (laughs) The fact that you're still here on episode 11. I mean, maybe someone will listen. But we're learning and we're not going to do that this time. Yeah, we are going to try not to talk over each other. Using our like nice deep podcast voices. (sighs) Kylie warmed up. Yes, I warmed up. She started singing before so that she could. Check Instagram if you want a little sneak peek. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. My vocals. It it's hard though. It was so hard with three people. Yeah. We can't do it. Next time we I think we but you know what? We talked about this. And if we all would have been in separate locations, like recording style yeah. with our own mics, then it would have been, been so boring. No, it would have been oh. so boring. Oh. <laughs> 
this wouldn't have happened because you wouldn't have been able to hear me because you would have been over there and I would have been over here and Rachel would have been over there and we would have been like throwing shit at each other which yeah exactly konnichiwa (laughs) which still would have been terrible and stupid whatever so people liked it for a reason they did I cannot believe I'm sure you guys were literally chucking your earbuds like you might be deaf now oh my god it was so bad we almost re-recorded it like there was a moment where I was like you guys we need to re-record this and then we were like you know what that's not us no we're that is that is who we are and if you were in a room with us that's exactly how we are good luck getting a word in yeah (laughs) good luck getting a word in good luck getting work done which is hilarious because we all work in one room yeah there's like 12 people now So to be able to get this design process episode in, we had to change a couple things. So we've got this episode, episode 11, and then the season is officially coming to an end, you guys. I changed 12 to be about Airbnb because I have gotten so many messages from people that either own Airbnbs and they want feedback from another host or they want to own an Airbnb or they think they're gonna make so much money owning an Airbnb, which you're not. But I'm gonna tell you all about that in episode 12. Then we will put up a question sticker on Instagram and gather a bunch of questions from you guys. And then I think we will have a bonus episode. Lucky What should we call it? Barb's bonus? Yeah! (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Barb's bonus. Barb's bonus. Barb's bonus episode. Not to be confused with money. Yes, exactly. No, there's no money being had here. (laughs) This podcast is faux free. (laughs) Free 99. Yeah, which we're good. We're good with. No. Um, So anyway, so we will answer all the questions that the past episodes and topics have sparked from you guys if I haven't answered them already. And if you just have questions in general that you want to ask, it would be a great time if they require more in-depth answers than what I can answer on DMs. I get so many questions and I always try to give really good answers to them, but sometimes it's just requires a little bit more kind of coaching and just more detail that I can answer on the podcast. So bonus episode number, I should say lucky, lucky 13. Yeah. Um, We'll do that too. So we still have today, which we're going to talk about our design process with Kylie, number 12, which will be about Airbnb. And then lucky number 13 will be all of your questions. And then the season will be over. I can't believe it. I really can't believe it. It has gone really quickly slash this was quite an undertaking. Yeah. And, but it's been really fun. I think it's been good for everybody in our, in our company for sure. I already told you guys where I was, but more specifically, I'm in bed with Kylie. (laughs) I actually slept with her last night. Perks of the job. Um, What we try. Lucky lady. I am a lucky lady. (laughs) Sam, don't worry. She don't like me as much as she likes me. As we mentioned, we are in Santa Barbara. We are checking on our Montecito death project. It's so deathly good how can it be so deathly and so heavenly all at the same time i know it is it is it's like you step foot on the property and it's just like what would that be like 160 degree views oh well i mean it depends what you want views of true because it's like there's ocean yeah there's ocean on like one majority like two-thirds yeah yeah two-thirds then the other third other side of the house in the front 
you feel like you're just in like the European countryside. Oh my god, it's, it's so like, amazing. Oh, take me to Italy. I know. It's so good. There's like you can see vineyards and just like perfect it's just so rolling green, hills. And, lush and, and, and then you go inside and the finishes you guys our client is just so amazing and she literally let us do whatever the hell we want, which is just a complete yeah. like it's just, We love her. Yeah, it's just a designer's dream. It yeah. really is. It really is. Pam says jump and we say how high. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm fine with it. Like and then I'm like, thank you, may I have another? Oh. Like it's just so it's so deathly wonderful and inspirational and amazing yes so we are here talk or i'm sorry we are here checking on the build and then we are also furnishing the entire house so we are measuring for furniture we Rocks. are yep meeting our lighting window heights. window treatment guys yep we did lighting heights yesterday still some stuff that has to like get worked out from a build perspective but it's coming and yeah slowly but surely it's coming yeah and we, it looks amazing. It does. And we're hoping to install like sometime in September, which will be like just beautiful and folly mm. and oh, sunsets. And can't wait. We have to talk her into sleeping over. I know. We have to sleep over. We have to. We have to. We have to. We're doing. We're doing. We have to. We just have to. Pam. We need to wake up to the view and have coffee. Pam, if you're listening, <laughs> we're sleeping over. Yes. <laughs> She's like, okay. She's like, okay. <laughs> um, what am I wearing? What are we wearing? Well, we're not wearing anything from well, the Midsummer Days launch. It's like, and that's because, well... Oh, wait, we are. We're wearing something. We're not naked. No. That would be really that would weird. Be so weird, you guys. Jeez. Well, I can totally see how people might think that. Yeah. No, you I guys. I thought that. No. And I'm ser- sitting here clothed. No, it's, comp- and no. Mm-mm. We don't, we don't, I almost said we don't swing that way. No. We don't swing either. Nope. Um, no. This is an adult podcast, um, just in case you guys hadn't caught on by the 11th episode and all the f-bombs in the past anyway um no what are we wearing we are not wearing anything from the mid-summer days collection which launches tomorrow and that's because the boss man makes us fight all of you guys and set our alarms for 6 a.m tomorrow to get anything so vince uh, what the fuck yeah babe come on like i can't have employees texting me telling me that like you won't let them buy the clothes That wasn't me. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't Kylie. Um, so anyway, we haven't we haven't gotten anything yet, but we're going to. And it's so good, every piece. Oh, is... so good. Yeah. And by the time this episode airs, we'll be a few hours into the launch. So you may even want to pause us right here, right now, and head to www.thelifestyledcoshop.com and get your Midsummer Days dreams on because let me tell you, the shit is so good. So good. So good. It's just so earthy and effortless mm. and totally transitionable if that's a word totally to later in the season yep Can, and arizona it's appropriate totally. other states i feel like summertime going there's into so fall, many good yeah the, exactly the color range is beautiful oh the story we have a navy story this launch and we don't do a whole lot of navy y'all we are pretty black and white neutral and earthy and <laughs> rust and organic and all of that amazingness but um, we found some really, really good navy pieces, so we're writing this little navy story in, which yeah. I think is going to be really interesting and different. Yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be really good. So anyway, so that launches tomorrow at six a.m. What are we eating? We had this amazing dinner last night. The best. Oh, so the good. Prettiest view. Prettiest view. We had rosé. Shocker. Yeah. Local. Local. Ro- yes. yes. Oh my god. We, we need to go to the tasting room. room. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> so after this, we'll be in the tasting room. Yeah. It's like literally really quickly though. You guys, it's a hop, skip, and a jump away from here. We have to. The rosé was fantastic. So good. If you like light, like clear rosé. Yeah. Like peachy, peachy. crisp. Oh. What was it called? Uh, it started with an M. 
Oh shit, we should have looked it up. I know. Oh my god, you guys check it was so good. Notes. Yeah, we'll check check sure the show notes it. and check Instagram. Yeah. Um because it it was amazing. So Santa Barbara wine. We had steamers with mm. this like spicy chorizo. Amazing. It was so good with you was sourdough amazing. bread. Oh steaming out of the oven. Oh my gosh. Like unbelievable. I know. Take me back. Shrimp scallops. Mm. The whole shebang. So good. What am I reading? Nothing new actually, but if you haven't heard my recommendations from other episodes, pick up Business for Bohemians, How to Raise Successful People. And if you don't actually want to read and you just want to like die from all the eye candy, definitely get Pacific Natural by Jenny Kane. It is an amazing coffee table book. There's great recipes. Again, just so earthy and amazing and everything Jenny Kane is amazing. On the radar. I can't wait to actually be able to talk about this, you guys, but I can't actually talk about it. But let's just say it's something huge coming from our end of the world. And it's going to be awesome to bring you guys along on it. So many of you will be so happy. happy. I hope. So happy. I hope. I can't wait. So it's It's as soon as I'm thinking, I think the official announcement date per our marketing departamente. Kelly is um, <laughs> July 22nd. We've said it. Kelly, if that's not right, put the right date in the show notes. Yeah. Okay, thanks. thanks. Um, absolute death in the moment. Oh my God. Hotel Californian. Oh. Death. Death, you guys. So oh insane. God. So I knew about the Hotel Californian and I had definitely stalked them on Instagram, but experiencing it. Seeing it in person was. Oh my God. Unbelievable. It it. it effortless black white tastefully done where like spanish it just it had so much terracotta so i just posted a bunch of pictures on my stories and i'll save it in a highlight so that by the time you listen to this you'll still be able to see the photos um hotel californian one we're sleeping at pam's but two if not can we please come stay yeah Yeah, (laughs) promise you'll never get more deathly authentic press than than our team at your at your place but it was just it's just amazing and the ceiling treatments like stunning if anyone knows who designed it please tell us yeah we need to check the website i wonder if they credited anyone i'm sure we could do a nice little goog search yeah we're gonna we're gonna do some goog searching and see who designed it because it it it's just amazing and it's got so much texture so much terracotta did i already say that yes but it's okay because the fountains yeah and the door colors the green the door colors they have these like amazing vertical kerf doors that are that we were 100% incorporating into a project for sure um uh, it's just and it's the black and white like along oh, the, arches. the arches yeah it's it's you guys so I, I can't if you it's amazing. if you are coming in or around santa barbara county just ventura county if you go west of mississippi you need to stay <laughs> at the hotel californian because it is it is that good so into the episode our design process inspiration is really important for designers and we take it really, really seriously. Yes. At our firm. We, sure. we really do. It's something that we pride ourselves on. And it's something that I think individually we all really loved. And probably one of the first things that we connected on. I think so. Right? Yeah. Like aesthetically, obviously, you know that I, as a principal, believe really strongly in having an aesthetic match in all things. So from our clients and our projects to our employees to our brand everything says organic desert living Mm -hmm. and it has been a huge benefit to us to have everything so cohesive because it just makes everything easier like there's no conflict between do we like this totally is you know is it branded identifiable is this us is this our clients like it is everyone so because of that 
it just is effortless and easy. So inspiration is really, really important to us. And part of the design process, I think both as designers and just as creatives is inspiration. Mm -hmm. And these days, I think there's a big emphasis. And actually, I should probably say these days, I think there should be a bigger emphasis on the difference between inspiration and imitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, we said it. Oh, God. It is like just so... It's so bad. It's yeah. so bad. And it doesn't have to be so bad. So anyway, this episode is not about how challenging it can be to have your work ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> But it's really challenging to have your work ripped off. So part of the reason why, as designers, we spend so much time in our design process on inspiration is so that we can ensure that we are keeping up our responsibility as other people in the creative community to create our own work. Original. Yes. Create our own original work. Yes. And no, no idea is new. Yeah. We've talked about that. You're never going to be the first person to do something. Totally. You're never going to be the last. Yeah. And as the idea evolves, it should have an identifiable change. Like you should be able to see how it's different. And it doesn't mm-hmm. mean change a paint color. Like that, yeah. that's not a change. I mean, like take the, take the inspiration in, digest it, and regurgitate it in a way that is so different yes. that you feel confident going to the original creator and saying... Thank you for the inspiration. Here's my iteration of your inspiration. Totally. Right? Yeah. And it doesn't just feel like a ripoff. Right. Like, don't yeah. you hate when you hear an artist sing, like, specifically, let's see, like, a famous, famous song. Yeah. And then you hear someone sing it exactly the same outside of a karaoke bar because that's everyone's dream, actually. <laughs> but, like, and then you hear another artist record it. And it is so good when they have, when it's so Their different. spin on exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, totally. if I've watched enough American Idol in my life, I know yes. that, like, it just so it makes perfect sense I think to people in the music industry but for whatever reason in design it's and I think in graphics and I think for sure there's so many other creative industries that it's like it is so hard for people to do proper respect to the original or to whatever your 10th iteration that you're using as that inspiration to be able to make it different and Mm -hmm. it it is one of those things that we just take super super seriously So gathering inspiration for us, we travel together a lot as a team. We travel individually as well. We are always exchanging ideas. Yes. Usually over DMs on Instagram. (laughs) We have an ongoing chat. We are also usually texting whatever. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) Whatever inspiration we're finding not on the gram. A lot of times we have both a text thread, typically like after 830 yeah. I feel like PM yeah. when we're like scrolling. So we're exchanging inspiration on Instagram. We're sending pins. We're reading something and taking screenshots. Like the other day I was looking through that catalog and I was like, I was like ferociously yeah. sending photos. Yeah. With like my Look finger on. Oh, so good. Yeah. So we read a lot. We always have our eyes open. We're taking in new things. And in having so many different vehicles of inspiration and creativity, I think we do a really good job of tracking it yes all right for sure and we we do a lot of saving and yeah. we have a group board that we are constantly saying like okay this is going to be a moment yeah and then we kind of file it away for this is the type of project we need to have that kind of moment totally and sometimes and of course markets design markets like we do that with furniture specific pieces all, all the, the time, time. we're like this chair is going to have this moment yeah and sometimes it's a year and a half totally 
we're like yay truly yeah and we it's like time to shine yeah and we we tell clients like i hope you know how special you are yeah <laughs> we saved this just for you because we actually saw this chair two years ago yeah. and wanted to use it and yay. have waited until the perfect whatever so um we do we we take it really seriously and we find it even more important to be gracious and open and give credit where credit is due. And when we are the recipient of another designer's work that we were the original inspiration for, and they do it so beautifully. And when we see people using the organic desert living hashtag, like it's awesome. It's such an awesome creative community. And I just think there's a way to do it, which this episode is not about, but there's a way to do inspiration versus imitation. And Mm -hmm. we have that conversation with our clients. So let's talk about how our design process affects our clients. I think some people think that we are Amazon Prime. Seriously. And that we're just sitting there like just chucking out designs and... Two hours. Ding! Yeah. Ready! Um, But it doesn't work that way. It does not happen overnight. It's a long process that's very thought out, very purposeful. Detailed. Detailed. There's a lot that we require from our clients for them to do on the forefront so we can understand where we're at, if we're on the same page, what they're thinking, what they're liking. So once they go through our onboarding process, through our office, and we're working together, and we've got all that yeah, administrative... Contract signed. Yeah. Well, they're ours. Yeah. We love them. Hey. Yay. We're in love. Woo. Um, <laughs> the honeymoon stage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Aesthetically, we're a match. Yeah. Um, we're, we're doing the thing. We start with a client questionnaire mm-hmm. that's pretty detailed. And actually, every time it gets revised, it gets more detailed. Yeah. Because we want to know more. And we have had clients before not take it seriously. And they give us like half-ass answers. And we're like, hey, <laughs> me here. Me here. No. Pretty is not a good, yeah, exactly. <laughs> good word to describe your house. Person like, designing your dream home. Yeah. Over here. I'm not in your mind. Yeah. And I need you to give me some more descriptive words. And For we do. Sure. We, we hold them accountable. And I have been asked many times from other designers, like, how are you so profitable with the amount of furniture you have to take back? And I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. Take back. Like we don't, we don't, we don't take back furniture. And I'm not saying that if a client isn't happy or satisfied with the purchase that we're not going to do anything we can and we will to make it right. But there is an accountability that clients need to understand and have and be game for. Mm -hmm. And we've had clients that have incredibly busy schedules and they don't have time or they think they don't have time. And our answer to that is basically like, hey, we need to hold off until you have some time that you can dedicate to this because it is really important and expensive and like and it's going to take more time when we send you a design and you're like well I was thinking this we're like well why didn't you you tell tell us that that? exactly we have to go to revise and then we're adding more hours and it's just so much easier to gather all that information up front ahead of time and and it's it's frustrating because we're so proud of our work and then we show it to them and and they're they're like like, oh that's actually not what I wanted and we're like oh why didn't you tell us you hated stripes you know how that (laughs) there's that field in the client questionnaire that's like what do you hate yeah you should have wrote stripes (laughs) like go on (laughs) hello you know, so so we do spend a lot of time on the client questionnaire. And then in addition to that, um, the lead designer for each project creates a group Pinterest board. Mm-hmm. And Pinterest is such a huge resource. And as it's changed, I think Pinterest is one of the platforms, one of the only platforms that's as that as it has changed, it has actually gotten better. For sure. I mean, of course, like... I can't say Instagram hasn't gotten better, but Facebook definitely. Yeah. No Facebook. No. Um, but it has. It's it's gotten more user friendly. I think the mm-hmm. content is continuing to be 
better and amazing. Sometimes I just go to the home yeah. and just like let it serve yeah, me. Exactly. Like, it I'm just like, serves you like what's it gonna give me? Yeah. 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 I'm like, like oh, what's this? Puppies. I definitely travel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like amazing home decor. You know, it's just it's it's amazing. So um it is still though kind of a challenge sometimes for some people. I'd yes. say like half of the clients are like I don't understand have a hard time yeah. yeah with Pinterest. So if any Pinterest people are listening. Yeah. Um I don't know but why I don't but understand why. I think I, know, it's just I don't understand a- why either. You either like are used to it and you've been using it or you get on and you're like, whoa. Yeah, totally. <laughs> what is this? Totally. So they, they need some coaching, which we're more than help, happy to do. So For sure. we coach them through it. And Pinterest as such a visual vehicle has become the perfect pairing to the client questionnaire because then we have two different let's call them learning styles, mm-hmm. if you will, or explanations of their Thank you. Vision. Yeah, exactly. Just two different ways. One is written and one is visual so Mm -hmm. that we can cross check. So that allows us the opportunity to look through the client questionnaire. We look through the Pinterest board and I'm telling you guys, I will use this example because it happens all the time. (laughs) Client questionnaire says, I have three kids. I can't have white (laughs) every (laughs) single time. Yep. Then, which is one, not true. And I will debunk that theory every minute of every day. (laughs) Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Let me challenge you. I will win. Um, and then on the Pinterest board, it's visions yeah. of beautiful shades of white. Oh, white. So Upholstery. Bad. Upholstery. Yeah. Like, like, white rugs. White, white faux fur. Yeah. yeah, like white beautiful linen, like draping in the sunset. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, it's, okay. it's white. Like yeah. it is white. So it, before we spend really any hours designing, we immediately have that kind of red flag raised mm-hmm. to say, or white flag. Yeah. <laughs> raised to say, hey, client, um, don't know if you knew, but you told us you can't have white. You showed us your love for white. Yes. Where does that leave us? Most clients will be like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I did? Yeah. They're like, oh, that was my heart taking over. I like, know, I want it so bad. Exactly. But yeah. I can't have it. My husband won't let me. My yeah. wife won't. Whatever. And then that gives us, you know, the open door to be like, let me educate you on ways that you can have white without having white, right? Like no matter, we do have a really great kid proof, kid proof fabric that is legit kid proof, but it's expensive. Mm -hmm. And so there are ways that then we can have that conversation and we can educate our clients and saying, Hey, we're going to give you white, but we're not going to give you white. These are the ways that we'll do white. Let's do white here. Let's do white there. Let's make sure that in the places that we do it, it's something cost effective or it's something that has a slip cover. Yeah. Washable. White walls. Something you don't feel bad about changing if exactly peas poops exactly (laughs) if we're gonna go with a white rug or your kids do on those things or your pets or whatever if we're gonna go with a rug that has you know a white highlight in it it's probably gonna be a rug that's less than 700 bucks because or reversible exactly real wool something exactly so so that is a huge huge step the client also has the opportunity to we typically give them at least two weeks i mean Sometimes even more than that. I feel like recently we're Longer. giving more because... The onboarding process, yeah. Just, so yeah. between the time that they sign the contract and then by the time we have our design start date, it's 
can be two weeks. It can be yeah. six weeks sometimes. It yeah. just depends on how booked we are and where the project falls. What kind of project it is. If it's renovation. Totally. Like a lot more time. How many rooms. Yeah. Just all that totally stuff. Depends. So they can then go back as they travel, as they work through friends' homes, as they're reading magazines, as mm-hmm. they, you know, kind of settle into the idea of, let's say, their new space. And it happens a lot when people are moving from an existing home into a new home, yeah. whether it's a new build or just a new house because they've never lived there it does it takes a while to kind of warm up to what the function of what the use of the space is going to be so then they can pin one day and then they'll come back and they'll pin another day and we can even see a transition in in that totally so we can see like their first session that they were pinning when they were like a wild woman or man (laughs) and they're all on like this certain aesthetic and then time passes and you can totally see an evolution in the aesthetic of what their inspiration is so it's it's just such a great vehicle that we can all comment on and we also instruct our clients to delete the description of the pin if i haven't mentioned the the board itself is secret so no one else can see it it's just us and them delete the description of the pin and then actually talk to us in the description tell us like this is why i pin this Mm -hmm. that's what we all you know that's what we always want i love this color of cabinet i love these metals mixed together i love whatever Yep. And we also tell them, don't spend too much time on what you don't like on Pinterest. Yeah. But if there is something that sticks out that you're like, I love nine tenths of this photo. Yeah, but I hate this. Hate this. <laughs> yeah. Tell us. Like, that's a great, a great opportunity to, to let us know. So Pinterest has been a huge resource to us. And coupled with that questionnaire, in addition to all the information that we've gathered from them at our first initial consultation, at Walking between the house, yep, the emails and all that, we, we have a really good basis or we like to of an indication of where they think they're going from yes. a design perspective. We also have a very real conversation and depending on how we like to have kind of a scale in organic desert living, mm-hmm. <laughs> how organic desert living are you? Yes. <laughs> and how modern are you versus how traditional are you? And yes. the reason why organic desert living is such an amazing aesthetic that we've created is because it can go both ways. So we have a client that we, we, classify them southern modern kind of they're Mm -hmm. southern which is by nature traditional yes but they've become so modern because of us Mm -hmm. we've worked together three times so this last project project third time's a charm we told them we are going to push you as far out of your comfort zone as we possibly can without you saying whoa yeah Yeah. (laughs) like i i I just can't Yeah. yeah and we're gonna come as traditional as we can so that we can still give you all of that southern goodness without being too modern and oh my god it just turned out so beautiful and it was just so such a marriage of so many amazing colors and textures and they're a family they have two boys and two dogs totally and they're just it was it was so wonderful and to have to be able to have that conversation early when they got the designs and we know these clients really well. So we yes. knew that they were going to be like, I love it, but let's yeah. meet. Like, we need to talk. Bring margaritas. Yeah. So, and it's like, a three, yeah, it's like a three hour design meeting, yes. which is fine. And we talk them through every detail and everything. But because we prepared them, they weren't shocked. No. And they weren't scared. I think that's the other thing. They yeah. may have been shocked, but they weren't scared. scared. And they trust us. Totally. And we they knew that we would explain. And there were some things that they were just like, Listen, like, yeah, not us, not like, us. Can't, can't like, do I'm it. sure it'll look great in another project, right, right. but we, we can't, can't do it. Yeah, they would not have been mustard cabinet people. No, no, no yeah. No, no, no. So, okay, great. We'll go with the white cabinet, and yeah. we'll still get this. We'll still get that. So, it it is kind of a negotiation, but having that inspiration ahead of time and having those conversations so that your clients know what to expect from you is paramount, and definitely makes the design process so much easier and starts out on the right foot. 
So once we feel like we have gathered adequate inspiration from our clients, we as a design team Mm -hmm. get together and talk about concept for every single project. And just so you guys know, there's a lot of cost effective ways to have professional design in your home, like um, the Havenly. Yes. Right. And Laurel and Wolf. Mm -hmm. And there's some great websites out there that can help you digitally and are not custom design. And the difference is, is that they're of course going to design around your dimensions and your space, but every single space that we design, we start from a fresh piece of paper. Yes. Like white, like a fresh (laughs) white, not gray. White, (laughs) white piece of paper, every single one, every space, every room, every corner. We don't often repeat the same pieces. We typically, once we have a moment, we have a moment and we do get clients that will bring us like specific projects are always the culprits. Yeah. Can you give me the master bath at Sapphire? Totally. Can you give me the Buffalo check chairs? The Buffalo check chairs. And we were like, Come on. By the third project, third we were time, like, like no, sorry. Okay. They're discontinued. Sorry. And they we actually were. Thank God. I know. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, thank God. But exactly. So yeah. once we have a moment with something, and we will tell a client, like, yeah. hey, we've already had a moment with that. Let's do we'll something give you new. Something different. Yeah. And ultimately, they get the veto card, yeah. right? And two times after the first time, yep. we had clients be like, yep, nope. that's cute, but want yep. the Buffalo check chairs. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. <laughs> have your moment elsewhere. Here we yeah. go. Yeah, exactly. I'm paying for this. Like, and that's, yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah. So, but they don't often get that twice in one project. No. We're like, we're not, so. They were some very nice clients. (laughs) So in starting fresh with a custom design, we have to have a meeting every single project and almost for every space Mm -hmm. where we talk about the concept. And that's where we go back to our saved work. That's where we go back to past work. That's where we're looking at. Our thread. We're deciding what we want to use, how we can use it, incorporate it in a different space. We're looking at our dog-eared books in coffee table books. We're looking at all the new product we've been sent. We're looking at new technology. Yeah, new product in the shop. Yes. style with it. Yeah, a lot of times, actually, that's a good... a lot of it's styling. I was going to say, that's a really good point. Yeah, because we do. I think some designers maybe aren't like their brain or brains work differently and they're not necessarily thinking about styling but we always are like totally. what's the like, vibe this is the shelf moment yeah what are we gonna style here how are we gonna layered art yeah, this kind of greens story, yeah we're always talking vintage less curated yeah curated yeah. less new like yes. we're, we are we're always taught we must say vibe nine thousand times totally. when we're designing something no i think that's a big process or a big thing about organic desert living is it's become such a vibe totally it's it like, needs what's the vibe in this room right How do you- how's it gonna feel who's gonna use it like yes. and of course function yes. so design primarily i i like to think is about function and the family and this and the client has to use the space and everything from the styling to the furniture or backwards vice versa it is very important, every single detail. Yes. So we come up with a concept and we used to kind of like give it a name, but now it, I mean, it's just all organic desert living. For sure. But we we also have a specific color scheme in mind. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's earthy tones. Yes, it's neutrals. But we'll typically have like a standout color moment of something. And whether that standout color moment is a really deep black focal wall or whether it's a mustard cabinet in a laundry room or mm-hmm. whether it's a a blue, you know, shiplap moment or whatever it is, we, we typically kind of build around that. For sure. And then from a, from a piece standpoint, what do we start with? Like, what do you start with individually? Well, 
sometimes I build more around furniture. Mm-hmm. Like if there's some chairs that we saw at market and we're like, this right. is the client for them. Like totally. then we have to build I, yeah, that. exactly. You build around that. So I think, or like lighting, lighting we do do a lot thing. of lighting first. Yeah. We do do a lot of lighting first. Yeah. It's either the first or the last. Yes, totally. Because it's like when you're creating the board and if you don't have it on, once you like have that, the right piece, it just like pulls it all together. And multiple spaces. So yes. That's the other thing. I, how they play off yes. each other. A lighting portfolio and like a lighting scheme in yeah. a, especially in a great room. We do all these builds with these huge, huge. great rooms and there's, there can be 10 fixtures yeah. in one space. Which is insane. And if you don't know what you're doing, you're definitely going to fuck it up. Very challenging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, every selection weighs on another. Yes. So we do, we'll, a client will be like, okay, I love all of those, but can we just change this one? And we're like, hey, hey, yeah. yeah, we can. But if we change that one, we have to change that one. And if we change that one, we have to change that one. And in changing that one, oh, let's add two grand to your budget because that's actually a really cost-effective one. And we picked yeah. that because <laughs> like, it literally is a domino snowball effect For sure. that can be done. And that's why we're here and why we're professionals and why we do it that way. But um, yeah, we do. We start with lighting a lot. Mm-hmm. So you go and and I think in thinking about how it's really funny because now that my job has changed so much and I'm their principal and creative director, I don't design by myself mm-hmm. a whole lot anymore. And when I do, I'm crippled. Like I'm constantly like, Blanche, what do you think? Rach, I need you. And yeah. even when they're not with me, I'm like, hi, um, me over here trying to do something. Can you guys give me your opinion on X, Y, Z, da, 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 da? Or like, be my brain. Have we used this before? Like, yeah. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember. My photos won't load. Like, have we, is there totally. a reason why we, why we stopped using this provider? That's another thing. The experience yeah. of like, what is this brass like? Yes. Is there oil rub bronze black? black. Or is it oil rub bronze? Totally. It, you know, quality of the piece that's coming. Totally. How fast they ship. Is it going to come damaged? Yeah. Like, are, is their customer service good? When like, it comes damaged, are they going to replace it? Yeah. But exactly. All, all of those things, they do, they, they completely weigh in on the design process. And the other thing that weighs in heavily on the design process is Tiny. the that oh. and the B word, the biggest B word of all oh. B words. Budget! budget (laughs) every single time so we can dream it and we can spend it sure but even the biggest projects have a budget for sure and you have to pick and choose and part of our design process in developing a concept is figuring out okay we have five spaces what's going to be the wow moment and of course we think about photography like Mm-hmm. How is this space going to photograph? Yep. If it's going to be left behind and be totally overshadowed by something else, let's focus on that, on that something else. And of course, the spaces are still going to be cohesive and they're going to be beautiful, but every single square inch can't be the standout star. Yeah. And I think another part of seasoned design is knowing when to pull back. Yes. Knowing when to stop. Knowing when to stop. <laughs> Stop. Put the beads down. Down. <laughs> Stop with the brass. Yeah, yeah. Like, like oh, layers are beautiful, but no more than knowing. three metals in one space. And even Please. that space better be so curated. Yeah. It's, you know, like there there's part of a, a refined confidence mm-hmm. that I think as you become a little more seasoned, you and if you're a new designer listening, you're gonna blaze your own trail for sure. And I don't think it's a mistake, but I think the earlier you can develop the confi- the subtle confidence of knowing when to stop mm-hmm. 
is when your work will become more photographable, actually have more depth. Totally. Be understood better, be more effortless for your clients. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like there was a time when I literally used to put nine pillows on a bed. (laughs) Nine. Three. It's going to take me 20 minutes. Literally. Three rows of pillows. Like, what the hell is wrong with me? That's that. No. Like, no client wants to make a bed with three rows. And I'm talking bed pillows. Yeah. I'm talking three rows of throw pillows. Totally unnecessary. Yeah. You need three pillows. Yeah. Three big ones on a queen. Or I'm sorry, on a king. Like 26 by 26, 28 by 28, if you get real lucky. Totally. And one lumbar. Yeah. That's about it. We have been adding more though lately. I know we have actually (laughs) shit. And I love it. Are we reverting? But no, but in that sense, we we always make the bedding. Yeah. So we'll do like a effortless where it's just kind of messy thrown on. And we're like, you literally just grab your duvet. Yeah. Throw it back. There's no tucking. The there's on. no like. Yeah. No like weird cheat. No folds. polish. Right. Or if we yeah. do polish, we do then we polish. Do yeah, like yeah. Very it's boxy. Very yeah. And we also know which client is for Can what. what. Yeah. yeah. Kids' faces are like. Yeah. Make it effortless easy. Effortless look is God. way to go. Yeah. yeah. God. Make it easy. Yeah. So once we come up with concept and we've each designer, and I think we've touched before in our firm, every project gets a lead designer. Our lead designers are Blanche. Mm-hmm. at Miss Kylie Ray and Rach at our Lynn McCloskey, Lynn McCloskey spell McCloskey right yeah. I tag them all the time <laughs> if you don't follow them you obviously should they are the lead designers and so each client gets a lead and I still am the lead a shitty one um <laughs> at some of the projects like our big builds I'm typically the lead on um and well not always anymore now but there are some established relationships that, yeah, that with some clients that right they just, that they just automatically yeah come they to not they, no matter what exactly they yeah. automatically text me they come to me they come to my email they know i don't email them back for a week so then they text blanche or rage and get answers immediately but so that's kind of like how the dynamic works so each client project gets a lead designer once we come up with the concept as a team then the lead designer typically on your own mm-hmm. will design the project from enough of a place to where then we can reconvene we can meet again and then i look over all of the furniture choices and the budget and there's a lot of times i mean every time really i change something if not a few things i i'm kind of a stickler in some instances where i'm like what we cannot spend nine hundred dollars on that Right, Blanche? Yes. And like, yes, we can. They're, and they're like, but wait, it's... And I'm like, okay, tell me why we need this, whatever. And a lot of times, I win. No, I'm just kidding. Um, a lot of times, <laughs> Actually, I'm, like, I'm like, listen, come on. You know, and, and we choose, but we have a... Nego- so before yeah. it even gets to the client, we have a negotiation internally where I'm like, I need to know why you guys are so freaking committed to this thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it is like a, well, actually we saw it at market and yeah. it's freaking amazing and we need it and here's why. And there's only two left. We need to get it now. And like, yeah, you know, all, we're, we're going to have it again. Exactly. We're never going to have, we're going to have a moment with it or we're, you know, it's going out forever after this. We need to use it, whatever. So it is a negotiation. So then once I approve all the furniture and I look at the budget, we talk about timing. We're looking at lead times. When will this come in? When's the last piece going to get here? Mm-hmm. Again, we always have that conversation if it comes damaged, what's our backup strategy? Um, if there really is only one left and it comes damaged, mm-hmm. what do we do? Right. And we try not to set ourselves up for those kind of challenges, especially because once a piece of furniture is in a client's home, they fall in love. Oh, yeah. And if then there's a challenge and we can't replace it, it's it just sucks for everybody. We have to yeah. spend more time. So we, we work through all of that. 
then the leads go back and then they style everything. And it's not like you guys bring me a board that doesn't have any styling on it, but I think then we go into an even more refined mm-hmm. look than we're working on specific scale. And I also notice like you and Rachel are very different. Mm-hmm. So Rach has to finish. Like when I look at her shit halfway through, I'm like, okay, you got to finish this thing. Yeah. Like I think your brains are just so different. So different. So different. That, totally. Like, she, if I look at her stuff halfway through, I feel like, I have no idea where she's going. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Rach, like, well, uh, okay, okay. You finish. You let me know when you think it's done enough for me to look at it. Yeah. Where with you, I can tend to follow that path a little bit more. And I think it's just because we're so different. Like, yeah. Rachel is so analytical. Thank God. Yeah. Because I can be like, Rachel, is this going to fit? Technical. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she'll be like, yeah, uh-huh, it'll fit by one quarter inch time. And me and Kylie are like, is it going to fit? Like, <laughs> Cross your fingers. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah. You know? And so the the... Balance between our styles works works really well. So Kylie's, I can look at before it's finished and be able to kind of translate. Rachel's, I need I need to get a little bit further along in the process, which also works well because we always have projects starting at different times, mm-hmm. and that allows us to not get like super bogged down with ten projects all at the same time. And okay, well sometimes mm-hmm. that happens. We try. <laughs> In a perfect world, yeah, <laughs> they start every Monday. Yay! <laughs> but it it doesn't always happen like yeah. that. So once we go through the approval of furniture and budget, you guys go back, you finish, you we really take a super refined eye to it. Mm-hmm. Then before we send it to the client, I see it again. Yep. So, yeah. Do I micromanage? No. <laughs> No. Jesus, I have to look at this thing three times before we send it? No, 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 no. (laughs) Um, But, and and usually by the third time, that works so well for us because then I'm really not changing anything. I'm like, go. Great, perfect. Awesome, looks good. Yeah, looks good, send it. Well, and so then, before we actually send it, we format this email that- Which is probably harder than the actual design. Yeah. And are like, God. Can we not? Yeah. We have to. Yeah, we have to. So- big, beefy, long email. Yep. And again, I look at that. So yes. again, you and Rachel are so different. <laughs> um, in in just the so imagine you're sending as a designer. Of course, you can imagine this as a client if you're listening as a as a client or or a consumer. Um, you know, you're, you just paid for this luxury service to have your home designed and styled, and you're getting the first look at the way we envision mm-hmm. your design direction to go and you're looking at all your furniture and we've talked about this about holding our clients accountable but with our designs we send a full sourcing list mm-hmm. so we provide digital links and all of the specs from size to fabric to construction to price to availability mm-hmm. all of that we provide all that information to our clients so that they can get their google on because they're going to anyway um, and really understand what the the products and the pieces are they are seeing their actual pieces. So there really aren't surprises in terms of large furniture, lighting, rugs, expensive expensive stuff. It's just, yeah. If it's expensive, it is. if it is a $900 floor lamp, like yeah. they're going to approve it, right? Yeah. So all of that stuff they are seeing and it's all itemized. And in that budget, we also have placeholders for all of the styling, which adds up. up. That's the stuff when, you People know, a lot of like, times... Can like, we take it down? Can we... Do you really need $4,000 to style a great room? We're like, mm-hmm, actually, we yeah. need five. Yeah. But we're going <laughs> to... If you want quality. You know, yeah. we, we feel strongly that there is a middle ground between Target and let's call it the best custom designer pieces. Yes. There's a middle ground. Pl- like, 
flood. A lot of middle ground. Yeah. yeah. Big range. Yeah. To where yeah. you can still get 90-10 down-filled pillows. To where you can get invisible zippers so that you can wash your pillows. Yes. To where you can get a throw blanket that lasts you more than three months. Yes. To where you can get some cleanability and durability in your pieces. Mm-hmm. To where we can work in some vintage pieces. Some originality, exactly. too. Like, exactly. You don't want what your neighbor has on her shelves. No. Like, like or do you? Do yeah, you? Or I do mean, you? If you do, then... I, I don't know that you we're know. the fit. Yeah, yeah. Because we search and we have like tried and trues and frankly secret. Like we have yeah. some secret spots that we go to that we know For sure. that we have found over the years that always deliver this piece yep. or this type of styling arrangement or, and we also travel to markets like usually three to four, sometimes five a year. Last year we went to five markets mm-hmm. as a team. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I know. It's insane. <sighs> yeah. So because of that, it's, it's, just really curated and specific and and so you're getting the first glance of that and the email that each of you guys creates is the narrative Mm -hmm. to where our mind was in the entire process which we've just explained is a a long long process process. you know you've had at least two brains usually and always always Rach is consulting on your stuff I'm you're consulting on hers we're playing the three of us as a design team so that is the narrative like you are telling the story you're selling the design yeah and we constantly write in the beginning you know in the in the front like do not open the design yeah do not hit (laughs) Download. You must read, read below. First. Yeah, like read this. Please read it. And we can tell right away when they don't read. Yeah. We're like, you failed. You yeah. failed. <laughs> like, this is a breach of trust. Give you a really long explanation on why we chose that price. <laughs> exactly. And you're asking me again. You must have missed it. Hi. But so mm-hmm. we do. And there are also levels of design, typically with renovation, yes. um, that we present in person first. Yeah. And we don't typically do it with furnishings just because they need time to process. Yeah, they need time to process. They need time to see the layers and how the textures and the prints and just the color yeah. scheme and all that. Walking through the space, the board looks identical to what it should be it's in the identical. space. Like, yeah. so they should be able to hold that, you know, that board up and look at where the bed's going to go and exactly. be like, okay, and like hopefully be able to envision it, even if you're not visual. Like, yeah, and we have we have had clients that have said. Well, I mean, I think, I think, okay, I'll go with it. I mean, is it going to look like the board? We're like, yeah, yeah. if you don't like <laughs> it now, exactly like the board. if you don't like it now, you are not going to like it yeah. when it's installed. Like, totally. and, and then in the end, you know, 95% of those clients say like, oh my God, it's so much better than the board. Yeah. Like I've never had anyone say it's underwhelming, you yeah. know, or it's not, it doesn't live up to what the board lived up to or, or the <laughs> expectation that the board set. So yeah. So there are sometimes when we present in person, but usually we send it digitally and we send this like really chunky email. We tell people to like open a bottle of wine, get with your significant other, you know, or whatever, and really take it in and try to read through why we did what we did. Mm -hmm. Then once we've sent it to them digitally, we hope to hear from them quickly. <laughs> I know. Literally, every time oh. I send a design, I'm just refreshing my email. <laughs> refreshing. Like, so if you've got any designs coming up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're listening. Yeah, or if we send your design, please, please respond. respond. Like, just right away. something. Like, oh yeah, my God. Like, oh my God. Like, processing the Yeah, again. yeah. And we do have some clients who are like, okay, I need to take this in. I know yeah. right now I hate that chair. However, yeah, um, like, keep going. Like, I love the direction. Yeah. You know, and that's, like, all such great feedback. And we also tell clients in the very beginning from a client perspective if you don't like something please tell us like we don't want you to put a dime towards something that you don't love like isn't even the right word like love you need to love every single piece yeah but we also we also might push you 
might push you in. We need descriptive yes. reasoning. Adjective. Yes. Thank yes. you. Like, like just a reason. You can't don't say just I, tell I don't me like, like that. it. Yeah. Like, like okay. Why? Well, is it too brown? Is it too black? Is it too big? Is it too purple? Yeah. No, no, Are you no, thinking something that, like? Um. But yeah. Is it? Are exactly? Did you want more texture? Do you yeah. want more comfort? Do you want more? You know, it's too stick like. It's too modern. It's not modern enough. Like we need. We need something to go yeah, on. Yeah, just give us some feedback. Right, or else we're going back to the plethora of chair options yeah, available. One, one million and one chairs out available. Right, <laughs> and we're just like stab, you know, shooting in the dark, trying yeah. to trying to get you other options. Taking more time. Right, so be descriptive, and we and like I said, we we set our clients up to expect to have to give us that kind of feedback, yes. and we ask for it. Like if people don't give us enough, we're like, hey, I need, I need more. Like. What don't you like? And especially in like the third go round or the second go round. Like we've already shown you, okay, we're on our seventh chair now. Like, what is it? And we, we're specifically selecting revisions that are very different. Like mm-hmm. we're saying, okay, we're giving, if you said that chair wasn't modern enough, we're giving you a 10 out of 10 modern option. We're giving you a seven out of 10 modern option. And yes. then we're giving you a five and a half out of 10 modern option, which yeah. is kind of like the first chair, but not as expensive. You know, like yeah. we've rationalized through all of this. For sure. The best thing the best thing if you are a client and you've ever said this to your designer or you're one of our clients the best thing is is that gonna look good yeah oh my god oh my god i hate you no it's not that's exactly Actually, what we chose it it's gonna look terrible it's gonna look like shit this was a test i did like like why the? would we present that like, to exactly you? like don't Ugh, say that to please me please don't please don't please we love you don't but please don't just like find other words i know like that's just you telling me that you you don't trust me. You you definitely don't like it. Yeah. You're unsure. You're uneasy. Like, yeah. uh, yes, it's going to look good. I would never send you something that isn't going to look good. Totally. Like, oh my God, it's, it's just, it's, it happens oh a lot. Oh my gosh. I think it's just that it's actually probably rhetorical. Yeah. I think it's more of a reaction. Yes, exactly. It's not an actual question, so but. You think it's really going to look good? But when a client asks yeah. you a question you have to answer. Yeah, yeah, So my answer is yes, Duh. of course it's going to look good. No. And I actually have before, like with some clients that can handle this kind of thing. No, actually it's going to look like shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> emoji face. like, my bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. So then after the client has given us initial feedback, we schedule a design walk. Mm-hmm. At the design walk. We walk through the space. We make sure everything fits. Mm-hmm. We talk through pieces. That's their opportunity to really get specific on things they love, things they don't like. Like if they're remembering something while being in the space, like, oh, I know I need uh, ottoman for that chair. Totally. Like, or uh, we need more space for our kids or more seating or whatever. Like just little details. Because That's... anything big specific, they should have responded to the email and let us exactly. know so we can present them with options then. Exactly. This is where we're finalizing everything. We're going over the sourcing list. And hopefully after the meeting, we're ready to send we're negotiating with yes. husbands a yes. lot yes a lot of it's husbands. <laughs> we're we're negotiating we're spending a lot of time negotiating yeah um and, and it's fu- it's so fun like i love those meetings 90, yeah 90 95 percent no 99 percent we 99.9 yeah. i mentioned in in um episode 10 that we got verbally assaulted by a client yep. recently yeah mm-hmm. we lived to tell about it that was Woo! Still scarred. Woo! Anyway, um, and that was at a design walk. Yeah. So weird. So weird. Anyway. Anyway. Um, moving right along now. So it's usually really fun. So that is the time exactly that we negotiate. That's when we make sure everything fits, and we take preliminary measurements, mm-hmm. and we also are insanely good at spatial awareness. I yes. personally think. 
great. That should be like the number one question when we're interviewing people. How's your spatial awareness? Yeah. How much of this will fit in that? Because it does. It helps so totally. much. Totally. Do you understand scale? Exactly. Do you know how big something is? How big is seven feet actually? Yeah. Um, and it, it does. It helps. So we're we're double checking. We're that's also when we're explaining more about what the rub fi- excuse me what the rug fibers are like yes. and how it's going to lay. Yeah. And yeah. And clients treatments. Exactly. How do you want them to function? Do you, yeah. do you actually want them to be able to close or do you want just yeah. the windows to feel dressed anything custom we're presenting fabrics there they can feel yeah tiles wood finishes paint yeah. colors this is like so this is we we are working toward what we call a final design yeah once the design is final and we've done that walk we go well i should say we've done that walk we go back to the office make any final final changes then we mark the design final we send it to our client they sign off on it then we collect their sourcing goods deposit mm-hmm. they fund the project and then we're on our way to ordering. Yeah. And there's still a portion of the design process left in sourcing, sourcing, styling. Yeah. Sourcing, styling. For sure. We used to overpack, I think, a lot more than we do now. Yes. Right? I mean, it used to take us. Remember when we bought, uh, brought dining room uh, stuff to the den install? Oh, sure do. <laughs> Why do we have forks and knives? We're Yay. installing a den. Whoopsie. Um, yeah, yeah. So now, a long time ago, yeah, we ref- yeah, we don't do that anymore. Um, she don't work here no more. Um, <laughs> and we now we just have a much more specific list for in. So we we also split our sourcing for final pieces. Yeah. It to in-person sourcing, which we don't really source a whole lot in person anymore. No, and then the Lord, thank, thank the Lord, it's too hot. It's so, oh my God, it's the worst job on earth. I have um, my fair share, but yeah. everyone new needs to go through it. Yes, totally. Yeah. Totally agree. Makes you a stronger person. I feel like I'm going to be a great mom one day when I'm able to go through Ikea now. Three totally. parts by myself. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. The one kid. This is a breeze. <laughs> when you downloaded the honk app on your phone so you can honk your Ikea carts through the aisles, that's when you know you've made it. <laughs> So we try not to do that anymore and we no. order everything online yep. um, and or we source from our own wholesale inventory. We totally. source from the shop. We have a full warehouse where we have inventory. We package it up for yes. us and put it in our client. The file. greatest day of life. Thank you, James. Yes. Yes. Was the day we could order from our own shop online <laughs> and roll up. And it's and it was packaged, there. ready to go. Like some warehouse fairies. Oh, oh were, I remember that. We were like remember, crying. We were literally crying. We're like, like, this is the best This thing is ever. the greatest day of my life. It's the little things. For those of you who know what we went through oh when we God. were running this bitch with two 30 storage by 20 units. storage units in Arizona, west facing in the oh middle of the summer. No AC. With 20 installs in eight weeks. Oh like, it was just... I like died in that thing like four you times. literally you really did almost I know die. Like, remember the, when the tree like ate me yes I, I do remember fell off the first like three loads <laughs> of boxes literally fell off like three stories of boxes one leg dangling down like by myself luckily the people next door are the crazy people yeah, next door the, like, Hello! <laughs> the hoarders next door the hoarders yeah, came to your rescue our boxes. Yeah. oh my god yeah like, i remember one of our trash oh my god <laughs> come so no far trash no trash no dumping no oh my trash god, i forgot about remember that. that god beth hated us the store the storage lady's beth, named beth hi beth listening. i love you loving life now good karma <laughs> glad we vacated we're not there oh you guys we've come so far so yes. anyway um yeah. If, if you're back yeah back to design um if you're a new designer there's hope girl there is hope yes like, you will you will get there someday too because a warehouse changed our lives and mm-hmm. that was all vince i don't i'm 
I'm sure I've said it before, but I probably would still be rolling it while you guys Barb's was like, do we really need a warehouse, you guys? Quit being such divas. like, shut up. Don't listen to her. Yeah, exactly. Sign the lease. Sign the lease. Sign the freaking lease. Like, God, you guys are such divas. Like, who doesn't want, don't, like, I thought you guys are hard workers. What was the last time you were in the warehouse at 6 a.m.? For loading. Actually. So anyway, so the process is long and, but it's so worth it. And then I still think part of the design process is, of course, installing and all of the logistics that go go along with that. I think for the most part, people think the design stops once it's designed. Yeah, but it doesn't. The on-site strategy that has to come from rolling with the punches and figuring out what to do when things are damaged, Mm -hmm. when things are not sometimes the way you expect them to be sure and no matter how much like it happened just the other day with a mainstream retailer we ordered a mirror in brass Mm -hmm. we've ordered this brass mirror a bunch a hundred times times. yeah and somehow between the last brass mirror and this brass mirror they changed their brass (laughs) yeah it's legit rose gold yeah it's like rose brass but they have a rose gold skew yeah and it's not not that that no. So they, they, they really, they completely changed it. And we were photographing the space and it was not what we expected. It was not what the client expected. So we've figured it out, roll with it, ended up swapping out the mirror with a different um, provider. But there are, there are situations like that that happen all the time. Yeah. And, and ultimately the reveal, especially because of the way we install, we hold everything in our warehouse. We install in one foul swoop. We don't drop off random pieces of furniture Wait. as they come in. Mm-mm. We kick our clients out of their spaces so that we can do our thing, so that we can give them a photo finish type of reveal which clients love yes. i have never had anyone ask me to do it any other way yeah from a client perspective no like we, we can't like that's just we not can't. Our no no yeah. i i could never do it that way and it sets everyone up for failure because yep. clients are not conditioned to be able to understand a finished space one piece at a time yeah there i have like, well this looks different than i thought are you sure this is gonna look exactly good? those just as as dark as it's, I thought um, it would be. They're kind of small. Yeah. Like, like that's no. because the space isn't finished. Wait like, for the rest of the stuff. Left. Right. We, can, you, we yeah, can't do it. it like, is, we, it's terrible. We can't do it. And there there have been a couple times that we've had to because let's say that like they have to move in or they, you know, they yeah, need a bed. They having need a, a sofa. party or right, something. Like, yeah. God forbid, something like that. Mother-in-law's coming in town. Yeah, yeah. And we have to do it. And every time I'm like, this is why we don't do this. This yep. is why we don't do this. This is why we don't do this. So anyway, we, we very much covet our design process. It has worked for us. I would love to hear, I think we'd all love to hear mm-hmm. if there's any other designers out there or creatives listening, how your design process differs from ours. And if maybe us sharing and opening up about our process has helped you or if you have any other questions um any any thoughts that lead to questions from what we've shared and how we work as a team the team dynamic for me as a creative director and principal has been life-changingly amazing you and rachel are my best um and and it all working around a vibe and a style and organic desert living mm-hmm. and our brand is what allows us to stay so connected and make our process so incredibly smooth. So we want to hear from you guys. Um, get me in the DMs. Of course you can DM Kylie at Miss Kylie Ray. You can DM Rachel at our Lynn, Lynn McCloskey. McCloskey. <laughs> and we open up as much as we can. I return every direct message. I try. I think I've got Kylie on board. Rach loves direct messages. No, um, I just want to say I'm really sorry if you've ever messaged me and I haven't responded. It's not personal. I don't know why I suck. She's going to get better. I have 16 requests. Oh my God, Kylie. I know. (sighs) Okay, I'm going to... Now she's going to go beat me. (laughs) (laughs) We got to go. Baby steps. It's okay. It's all right. 
don't worry. P- you, 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 we'll forgive you. We'll forgive you. But um, we want to be there to help you guys. So um, any DMs Kylie gets from this episode, she will get right back I to you. I will. Right, Kylie Ray? Right okay, good. I'm sorry. So this is going to be a short and sweet goodbye here on episode 11 because we're going to save the questions that we normally close each episode with until the bonus episode lucky number 13 so like i said i will put up a question sticker on my instagram at kristen forgione don't worry you can still type in lifestyle co and it will come up for those of you (laughs) having still struggling with my handle change I i hear about once a week but um I will put up a question sticker and the brand page at the Lifestyle Co. will put up a question sticker and maybe even Blanche will put up a question sticker. Yeah, why not? Yeah, and we'll gather all those questions for a bonus episode, episode number 13, um, and we'll go from there. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I loved having you, I loved being here. We were much more tame. We were so good. Yeah. I know. It just helped. Three is hard. Yeah. Well, because we just start getting so excited. I know. God, we're like dogs. We're like chihuahuas. Literally. Like, Ugh. we are yapping. We are yapping Poodles. chihuahuas. Chihuahuas. Oh, sorry, guys. Yikes. All right. Catch you later. Bye.